Your Dig the Hip Hop show is brought to you by Rhymes and Designs. Visit thatrnd.com for all your hip hop merch needs. That's T H A T R N D.com. You dig? What up, world? It's your man Art back with another episode of Your Dig. This is episode 14. Yes, sir. Very special episode ahead. We actually giving y'all the NBA episode today. So you know the NBA and hip-hop are very closely related. And celebrating the restart of this NBA season, we're going to get into some real good information. We're going to jump it off with the top 10 of the top 10 rapper hoopers of all time. Big time list. Then we're going to jump into the hip-hop legacy of one of the top rapper hoopers ever, the full-time rapper and full-time legend, Master P. Then we're going to jump things into the beat, giving y'all a little bit of information about the restart. Also, our assessment of how the season might play out. They won't end things off with you gotta hear this, giving y'all some real good music. You know we gotta give y'all that heat like we always do. So yeah, man, another episode of your dick. Let's go ahead and kick back, get into it, your dick. Yes, indeed. So as you already know, this is the NBA episode. And like I said at the top, hip-hop and basketball, very closely related. When I was on the squad, I remember we used to freestyle, try to get it in. Rappers want to hoop, hoopers want to rap. It's just how it worked. So this week, we're giving y'all the top 10 rapper hoopers of all time. Jumping this off at number 10 is LeBron James. My favorite player in the league right now, and I love what bro does in life, but as far as rapping, the one verse I heard was an unreleased track with KD. Gotta put my man at number 10, yo. <laughs> and number 9 is Kobe Bryant. RP to one of the goats on the court, that's undeniable. But bro's rap skills were definitely subpar. He did a track with Brian McKnight called Homie. Also did a diss song for Shaq. But bro was amateur at best. And number eight is Metal World Peace. Big shouts out to Metal World Peace. He actually performed with me at one of Rhymes and Design shows out in LA. Dude can rap. He has strong content. But the projects he put out are just below average, man. And number seven is Kevin Durant. Very small sample size from KD. He kind of did his thing with that track he did with LeBron, though. I heard another freestyle he did, and it was kind of weak. Then I heard him with Stat 5, Steve Jack, and that joint was actually kind of fire, so got a little promise there. And number six is Allen Iverson. Under the rap name Jules, Iverson was one of the first NBA players to take a shot at rapping. He didn't do it for long, only releasing one song to the public, but the one song he released was pretty strong, a track called 40 Bars. The whole album was actually recently released on Spotify, so if you want to find that, just search Allen Iverson, Misunderstood. And number five is Steven Jackson. Steve Jack can really rap, y'all. Under the rap name Stat5, he has done songs with some of the best rappers in hip-hop. Bro has multiple videos, so if you want to tap in with dude, just go to YouTube and do your own research. And number four is Marvin Bagley. The youngest person on this list, it was a pleasant surprise hearing his skill level on that Dame Lillard disc. Under the rap name MB35, he definitely has one of the strongest deliveries on this list for show. He just dropped the album this summer. Go check for this track in particular, joint called Freedom. And number three on our list of the top rapper hoopers of all time is Iman Shumpert. Potentially the best all-around rapper on this list, Iman is a very strong song maker while most hoopers just spit. I've been listening to Cuz's music since about 2012. I strongly encourage y'all to get into Iman's music, man. The Substance Abuse EP is a strong place to start. Rap name, Iman with a dot at the end. And number two on this list is Shaquille O'Neal. The first hooper to step in the rap, Shaq has a very strong delivery with decent lyricism to match. 
Consistently in the public's eye, Shaq has shown his ability to freestyle on numerous occasions. He's released multiple albums. His most popular album was You Can't Stop the Rain, which featured many of the top rappers and producers in hip-hop at the time. And number one on our list of the top rapper hoopers of all time is Damian Lillard. Yes, Dame Dollar sits at the top of this list because of his excellence and his consistency. Dame's last project, Big Dollar, was very strong. Definitely up there with the full-time rappers. Dame takes the crowd very seriously and is constantly releasing new music. If you haven't heard Bro For Real, start with the album Big Dollar for sure. And of course, we got to shout out our flip side honorable mentions. That's rappers that actually did their thing in ball before they got into music. Big ups to Master P, actually had a professional career in basketball. Also got a shout out Cameron, was all state back in the day. Big shouts out to Dave V, he was all region alongside KD. Also played college ball until he got kicked out. Also got a big up I got 2 chains. he played college ball. Ashley said he could have went to a bigger school if he didn't get in trouble in high school. And last but not least is the game. Big time high school basketball player. Ashley played alongside Baron Davis. Did make it to college up to Washington State, but didn't play ball because he got kicked out before the season started. Yes, indeed. So that was our list of the top 10 rapper hoopers of all time. Hope y'all got something from that. If y'all feel like we was off point in any matter, just let us know in the comments how y'all will rank them, and we'll run from there, you know? So today we're discussing one of the most important figures in hip-hop history. His importance goes way beyond his music because his lessons concerning artist independence are timeless. Today we examine the life and career of rapper, business person, and legendary renaissance man, Master P. Master P was born Percy Robert Miller in New Orleans, Louisiana. He is the oldest of five children. P was a star basketball player growing up earning an athletic scholarship to the University of Houston in the mid-80s. If you don't know about Houston Cougars basketball, they actually made the national championship in 1983 and 1984. The team featured Clyde Dressler and Hakeem Olajuwon and had the nickname Five Slammer Jammer. P actually suffered an ACL injury before his freshman season, which led him to transfer into Merritt College out in Oakland. Around the same time, P's grandfather died, leaving him $10,000 in inheritance. With this inheritance, P opened a record store called No Limit Records in Richmond, California. P stated that operating a record store helped him better understand what consumers wanted to hear. And in February of 1990, he released his first body of work, a cassette tape called Mind of a Psychopath. This same year, P's brother Kevin Miller was actually killed in New Orleans, prompting P to change his life in an effort to save his family. On February 12, 1991, P released his debut solo album entitled Get Away Clean. This album was followed up by Mama's Bad Boy in April 1992. Around the release of his third album, The Ghetto's Trying to Kill Me, in 1994, Master P began opening for Tupac Shakur. P was already known for selling tapes out of his trunk in any city or town wherever there was demand for his music, and he was also giving out free samples to people that had nice cars so they would play that in their neighborhoods, you know? In 1995, P moved from California back to New Orleans to relocate No Limit Records. P's fourth solo album, 99 Ways to Die, was his first album released with Priority Records. As most already know, Master P is a shrewd businessman. No Limit's deal with Priority actually gave them 100% ownership of their master recordings and 85% of their record sales. Priority received 15% for pressing and distribution. Master P will go on to make hundreds of millions of dollars from this deal, 
According to Black Enterprise Magazine, No Limit Enterprises grossed over $110 million in 1998 alone. But back to the music, Masterpiece National Presence really began to pick up steam when he released the street classic, I'm Bodied Bodied, through his group TRU. TRU was a group consisted of Master P and his two brothers, C Murder and Silk the Shocker. In 1996, Master P released his fifth solo album entitled Mr. Ice Cream Man. This would become his first wildly successful album, reaching number six on the Billboard's R&B chart, which was basically the black music chart. This project spawned the album title track, Mr. Ice Cream Man, and Break Em Off Something featuring UGK. Both these tracks are certified street classics. The next year, in 1997, P released his sixth solo album, Ghetto D, which is actually one of my favorite No Limit projects. This album included P's most successful single to date, Make Em Say Uh, and the tribute to Kevin Miller, which featured Pimp C and P's brother Silk, I Miss My Homies. That same year, he also released TRU's fourth studio album, True to the Game. This was a double disc that peaked at number 8 on the Billboard, selling over 200,000 copies in its first week. With all the turmoil going on in hip-hop at the time, considering the deaths of Biggie and Tupac, No Limit was on top of the game, releasing albums pretty much every other week. At its peak, which is probably 1997 to 2000, No Limit had all the dope artists. They had Master P. Mia Ed, Silk the Shocker, Snoop Dogg, Mystical, C Murder, numerous others, man. They were stacked with artists. After writing, directing, and starring in his first full feature film, I'm Bodied, which was released in 1997, P wrote, directed, and starred in MP The Last Dawn, which was a movie attached to his best-selling album to date with the same name as the movie. Of course, the film helped propel the sales of the album. MP The Last Dawn sold over 4 million copies. 90s Master P and No Limit were essentially marketing masters in hip-hop. In addition to using film and television to promote the label's music, No Limit used unique, often jewel-encrusted album covers that indicated it was a No Limit project. This enabled No Limit to release music at an unprecedented rate without individually promoting their artists because people would recognize it as No Limit and purchase it regardless. No Limit sold over 100 million records as a result of these innovative marketing and branding strategies. In 1998, P starred in the street classic, I Got the Hookup, alongside A.J. Johnson. The film did $10.3 million at the box office on a $3.5 million budget. The next year, he starred in Foolish alongside Eddie Griffin. This same year, he also wrote and directed the film Hot Boys, starring his brother Silk and Snoop Dogg. Already involved in so many lines of business, as No Limit Entertainment's popularity in music began to wane, P expanded, creating No Limit Enterprises. At one time, P and No Limit were managing No Limit Records, Bowden Incorporated, No Limit Clothing, No Limit Communications, No Limit Films, No Limit Sports Management, PM Properties, and Advantage Travel. In addition to these entertainment and business endeavors, P decided to continue his basketball career more than a decade after leaving college basketball. In 1998, P played in the preseason with the Charlotte Hornets, then in 1999, he played with the Toronto Raptors in the preseason. A scout noted that P had a very strong jump shot with decent handles. They said he lacked fundamentals, such as reading and navigating around screens. It was also noted that P was not quick enough to guard NBA guards. He did play in the league, though. No other full-time rapper can say that. From owning a record store, to owning a record label and becoming one of the biggest artists in the world, to writing, directing, and starring in movies, to playing in the NBA and managing a conglomerate, Master P has lived a life that most people couldn't even dream about. 
P-Set the blueprint for hip-hop independence and taking one's life to the next level. A self-described drug dealer as a young adult, P grew to become a role model and a trendsetter for urban youth to follow. Not only did he shape the way people handle business in hip-hop, but he also helped shape the way people rap. His ability to ad-lib, his ability to transform his southern slang into music for the masses, his ability to talk so freely about his previously illegal lifestyle, definitely shaped the music we listen to today. P actually never stopped releasing music. Since 2000, he's released seven solo albums, four compilation albums, and numerous mixtapes, including the G mixtape, which I strongly recommend y'all check out. He currently serves as the president and owner of a new basketball league, Global Mixed Gender Basketball, and I'm also super proud of this brother being a highly active father of nine children. Definitely the most versatile figure hip-hop has ever seen. P is more than a renaissance, man. Dude is a genius. Super inspirational. One of my personal role models. Big shouts out to Master P and No Limit. Y'all set the blueprint. Straight pioneers, you dig? You already know. So with this edition of The Beat, we're going to step out of hip-hop completely and jump right into the NBA. So if y'all don't know, the NBA restarted back on July 30th. Been a bunch of close games. Of course, you expect that only the best teams made it to the bubble. Actually, the first game we saw was that Lakers-Clippers game. was really close. Uh, honestly, too close for my comfort. With Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell not being, I would expect LeBron and them to at least win by 10. But it was a good game. My guys came out on top. If y'all don't know, I'm a Lakers fan. We're really LeBron fan. Wherever cuz is at, that's where I'm at. The biggest thing coming out of these seeding games is who's going to get the eighth spot in the West. My assessment is Portland's going to get it. If not them, the Pelicans. I'm really leaning towards the Pelicans. I really want them to get it. I would love to see LeBron versus Zion in the first round. Honestly, as a Lakers fan, really don't want to see Portland in that first round. Dame Lillard and them big men, CJ McCullough, Melo. That's going to be a tough one. One thing I'm already seeing in the bubble is bad officiating. If you know the NBA, you know the referees play a very, very big part in outcomes. It's looking like they're going for the Bucks and the Clippers. And honestly, against the Lakers and the Rockets, man. Y'all can make your own assessments, but that's what I'm seeing. So my pick for the finals, I'm seeing the Celtics and Lakers reigniting that old classic, you know, the classic finals between Bird and Magic, you know, doing that again. That's what it looks like. But honestly, it could come down to anybody, man. There's so many good teams at the top. You can see the Bucks and the Clippers possibly don't want to see that, but that's a possibility. So the playoffs start August 17th. If y'all are into it, make sure y'all tap into that. We hope everybody stays safe in that bubble. Pray for no outbreaks. So we want good health, strength, and a Lakers championship. You dig? <laughs> yeah, man. So that's a wrap on another episode of You Dig. That was the NBA episode, man. Big time episode. Hope y'all enjoyed that top 10 of the top 10 rapper hoopers of all time, man. That joint was crazy. Then you know we got into that hip-hop legacy, a masterpiece. Big time artist, big time professional, everything he did. Also, I had to get into the beat, giving y'all a little bit of information on that restart, seeing how the NBA League is looking this year. So now you know it's about that time. You got to hear this. Giving y'all something from the NBA, man. Something from Iman Shumpert. Yeah, man. Big time artist. Goes by the name Iman with the dot at the end. This song is called Hello. Make sure y'all go check everything we got going on, man. DadRnd.com for all the merch. Right now, getting to that Iman. Next week, got another show for y'all, man. Make sure y'all stay tuned. You dig?